like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand up. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, A House Divided. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. This time that we were together, we talked about God's family portrait. We talked about how the Lord has painted the picture of what the family should look like. How the Lord constituted marriage between one man and one woman at a time. Amen. At a time. And how the Lord, in his marvelous, magnificent design, in the painting of his portrait, which put emphasis that is hand-painted, the emphasis are put on the face. And we also saw how that God put the man and the woman together first, and then the children came as a result of the man and the woman being married, and the children were born in the confines of the marital relationship. We also discovered how Satan came along and took some black paint and threw it on the family portrait. And a lot of people's minds, even today as I speak, are confused about what really comprises God's family portrait. And so therefore the world has gone out to reconfigure, redefine God's family portrait and Satan now has a paintbrush, and he's painting a whole other portrait of what the family in his mind ought to be like. Women marrying women, men marrying men. And with that relationship, there is no reproduction. It is impossible for two women to have a baby. It is impossible for two men to have a baby. Now let me hasten to say that in days like these, talk like this offends a lot of folk. However, I don't care. Because I have not been given authority to change this Bible. And so if your feelings are offended, then see God. Leave me alone. 
Today I want to call your attention to the book of Mark, the third chapter. And we're going to extract that 25th verse. Jesus Christ is speaking. And he says, and if a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. If a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. A house divided. There are some things that causes divisions within the house, within the family structure, a lack of proper financing, unemployment, the interference of other people's opinion into your relationship that creates chaos. No sex on purpose. No humility. No submission to one another within the marriage relationship. Fussing, fighting, and falling all out over the children. Showing no love and having no godly counsel. All these things and a whole lot more of them causes and creates an inborn division within a house to the point that some people don't even want to go home because it's so much chaos. Is your house divided? If so, Hold on. Help is on the way. Satan is a house wrecker. He takes no prisoners. A house divided against itself is like a disease that attacks the immune system in a human being that causes the person's own immune system to attack the body. And when that begins to happen, where the immune system is attacking the body, then the body has to be built up so as to be able to fend off that attack. Because if not, then that inborn disease in that immune system will destroy that individual's whole body. We cannot, as a society of people, continue to go on overlooking confusion in the house and somebody in the house causing the confusion. What kills a lot of relationships is dead silence. Dead silence in a house Kills the whole atmosphere. Now let me kind of straighten that up a little bit. 
Silence in a house is good when everybody in there is good. But silence behind contention is terrible. Body language and what folks say to one another is terrible. It's like living with the enemy. A house divided against itself cannot stand. A lot of parents are in confusion about who's going to raise the child, who's going to correct the child, don't spank the child, talk to the child, don't, you know, don't. Uh, why, why is all that and didn't, you know, the children need to see some unity at the house. The husband has a responsibility. If he's a Christian man, then Christ is the head of the man. And if the woman to whom the man is married is submissive to him, then he won't abuse the privilege of being married to her. No woman's head should be able to be used for a punching bag. Any woman in domestic violence and being hit by a man should leave that man. And let me hasten to say, it was a few years ago and it blew my mind that a woman and her husband came to see me in the office right over there and she threatened him. She told him, you don't shut up, I'll do this to you. I said, in my office, no, you won't. <laughs> but there are some women that control their husbands to the point that they are afraid of them. Now, it may seem unreasonable and way out there, but it's a mean men and it's a mean women. And what's so psychotic about it is that they find themselves, they can't live together and they can't live without one another. Because confusion has become their co-equal dependent. And a lot of people don't have a clue about how a house ought to be run because they refuse instruction. It sounds like this. Ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. This is my house. Okay. All right. I know how to handle my wife. I, I raised her. All that old kind of stuff. <laughs> All that. Then a lot of people who come from broken families, they saw their dad abuse their mama. So they feel this is where I need to handle my wife. A lot of women have seen how their mother belittled their daddy and how he actually sat on the couch and cried about it. That's the kind of man she wants. But in order for 
us to get this stuff out of these houses. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, and it's in not direct reference to this, but I can apply it right here. Somebody in this world need to have some sense. So let's see what causes division because the house is now against the house. The kids out of control. No money flowing through there like it need to. And if it is, it's abused on credit cards. Nobody knows how much you're spending. Nobody knows how much you're making. Nobody knows where the money is going. And the lights are out. That's confusion, everybody. That house is divided against itself. I'm going to talk briefly about the husband's responsibility within the marriage relationship. Because nobody should get married that's irresponsible. Marriage is for grown folk. It's for grown folk. Marriage is not for children. We're seeing now in the highest office in the land, okay, you can't fly my plane. And got all that power and abusing it. Responsibility means I got power, I understand it, and I'm not out of control. So we're going to meander our way down through here and say some things prayerfully before this message is up that we can unify some of these divided houses. Amen? Amen. All right. Let's go to work. Ephesians, the fifth chapter. Let's look at the husband's responsibility within the marriage relationship. Now, if you don't believe the Bible, stick around and maybe you will before, you know, this message is over. But after the message is over and you still don't believe the Bible, forget it. Because you can't be helped. God's word is eternal. God's word is true. And is not going to change. So if anyone is going to change, it's not going to be the word. Because God says, I am God and I change not. In Ephesians the fifth chapter. Commencing at verse 21 through 25. Listen to this. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ... So let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Now submit means to rank under. And in verse 21, it says submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of the Lord. So the man doesn't have all the sense. And the woman doesn't have all the sense. 
that must be equal submission to one another and the end result of the conversation within the house lies squarely on the shoulder of the man because God placed the man over the woman. Now, it's disrespectful to disrespect your husband. It's disrespectful to run him down, you know, in front of other folk or even in the house. You have to respect the man of the house. The man of the house has to respect you because he married you. So if he call you a fool, then you have to weigh out what was he thinking when, he, when you married the fool. Huh? So if the wife is to see that she reverence her husband, reverence is respect. You're going to look like a big old hypocrite showing up with your wife at church grinning and you have run her down all week. That should be purity within relationship. And come on up with it. You got something on your mind you want to talk about? Come on up with it. We grown. Let's talk about it. Grown folk throwing temper tantrum. They ain't going to cook. The house twice, dog. <laughs> uh, a man is to love his wife as Christ loves the church. And to give himself into that marriage relationship. No holds barred. Marriage ain't 50-50. It's a thousand, a thousand. <laughs> and so we have to submit one to another. And the husband is to see that he loves his wife, even as Christ also loved the church. Love ain't just a bunch of talk. It's a bunch of action. And love is showing a responsibility toward God first and then toward your marriage. Your house ought to be a little heaven. We should not let the sun go down upon our wrath and neither should we give place to the devil. We, we shouldn't let the devil walk up and down to and fro in the house. Got everybody in there upset with everybody. That's a house divided. Who's going to be the bigger person? I remember one time somebody said, Pastor, you know, you ever thought about being the bigger person? I just got mad. Because it was a situation, you know, sometimes you, you get, you, you know, you, you just get kind of burnt out of shape, you know, always apologizing, you ain't guilty. But you're trying to just keep peace. Well, people have to let you be at peace. And, and sometimes they just have to come on up and admit without you even asking, admit that they wrong too. It, it makes things a little bit more pleasurable if this thing is cut both ways. Can't no one person keep no marriage together forever. If a person is trying to keep a marriage together. And the other person is irresponsible. It's not going to work only for a time. Because you're going to get tired. You're going to get tired. Apology is always in order. It's always in order. So, in the same fifth chapter, look at verse 31 through 33. 
It says, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. That's going out making a life for yourself as you're married, building memories, keeping anniversaries, you know, doing the Thanksgiving thing. And people need to realize when you marry a person, you're marrying into a family. And now you can't go to your mama's house because your, your husband don't like your mama. Y'all never should have gotten married. Y'all never should have gotten married. Because how in the world, how are you going to marry somebody that don't like your mama? Think about that. Don't like your mama. That's division right there. You divided between your other part of your family. So if a man is to leave his father and mother, God's ideal thing was is that the boy and the girl that grew up to be a man and a woman should have seen love on display in the house. So as to be able now to go out and establish his own house. To leave his father and his mother and to cleave unto his wife and they too shall be one in the child. But I guarantee you a whole lot of women and men have not been raised properly. Have not been raised properly. I mean, you know, if, if you are grown and you got married, then sex is a part of it. I ain't, ain't signed on for this. Well, what did you sign up for? Be reaching over here, I'm asleep. Man, what, what did you sign up for? All that and, and, and even came and cook. So the proper thing in growing up was that the mama should have taught the daughter how to cook, how to, how to get in that kitchen and burn. Because I'm old school and I used to hear it said way back in the day, a way to a man's heart. All right then, come on, come on, come on, come on. You say, well, I, I can't cook. Listen, you are not ready to get married. Unless you have a whole lot of money. And y'all can go out every night. But you can make it if he can handle all the salt and the food not done. I mean, you can make it through. You can make it through. If you got love, then the meatloaf tastes just a little bit better. She said, how it tastes like. <laughs> Verse 32. So this is a great mystery, but let me stop right there. So the man should teach his son how to be a man. That's the purpose of having, you know, male and female. So the man, the father, the husband... Should teach this boy how to be a man. Pay your bills. Be responsible. Keep a job. Yeah. It's an insult for a man trying to marry a woman and her mama have not taught her how to cook. It's a problem there. 
So within the confines of the family, all this is to be taught. But if it's confusion between the man and the woman, the kids ain't going to learn nothing. Because ain't no conversation going on in the house. It's nothing edifying in the house. Ain't nobody going to church. Don't nobody want the Lord up in there. It's just argument after argument after argument, fighting, breaking dishes, going through all these changes, and nobody's raising the children, and, and this is just what's going on. Because God ain't at home at the house. That's why it's chaos. So Christian people ought to have the simple mindset that we are Christians, God has the final word in this house. So if there is contention or confusion, we need to see what does the Bible say. Because great is he that is in me and in you than he that is after us. Okay? In verse 13, nevertheless, Today's message, A House Divided, FC2733, FC2733, is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885. Or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. Or email us, greenwoodacres at Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. 
If you say it those words and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see. I see it was amazing.